bangers? We do. I mean, the two people in this room specifically, if nobody else, because we <laughs> we be talking about R and B like a month. That song is so beautiful, and I did not appreciate it when it was out and fresh. She's alone in that. But I know y'all did. I listened to it, but like I have like this new appreciation for it. Like it's so beautiful, mm. and Goapale is amazing. What has she done since? Who cares? No, I'm not saying I'm not judging her. I'm just nah, saying. No, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she out there. She still she still be making music as far as I know. All right. I wonder but, I hope she's paid. It just seems like this will be a popular song that she somebody might not have got paid for. Yeah, I don't know. The song gives me such nostalgia vibes. Like it just makes me feel like, like you're laying and uh, it makes me feel like I'm about to go full of lilies. I'm listening to it and then I'm about to go watch the new episode of Girlfriends. That's wow. what it feels like to me. Wow, that's a mood for you. That's an actual vibe. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. What's up, y'all? Uh, hey, guys. We back in this thing. It's, uh, What's good? How you doing? It's fall. It is. Okay, so you know what that means. <laughs> what it mean? It means you can call me Miracle Whip because to some people I'm going to be mayonnaise, but to most people I'm going to be dressing. Because <laughs> the Miracle Whip is oh, dressing. Oh, my God. What? Where'd you find that joke in your head? I actually, uh, that's mine. That's <laughs> all me. That's why I said in your head. Where'd yeah. you find it? I, Where was it? It's been in there? <laughs> you can tell. Marinated? Did it sound rehearsed? <laughs> I mean, I, it didn't sound off the dome because. It didn't sound off the dome? It didn't. Damn. But. Uh, it hit me last night. Ba-boom. And I was like, that's funny because Miracle Whip is salad dressing and it's mostly mayonnaise. It is. Yeah. I um, like Miracle Whip. Did you like Miracle Whip growing up? It's the only mayonnaise my family would use, but we don't use, we don't eat mayonnaise. Mayonnaise is just sandwich glue. I can't glue. figure out if it's <laughs> black shit or just country shit because my family, we we use Miracle Whip, not mayonnaise. Black country shit is Miracle Whip. We don't do Hellman's at all yeah, in the black we households. Didn't, we nah. didn't F with that. We nah. did Miracle Whip on nah. our fried bologna sandwiches. It's Miracle Whip all day. And Miracle Whip for black people is mostly just sandwich glue. <laughs> we don't we do not do a lot with it. Like, it's right. not it's not our condiment of choice ever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just However, glue. the Caucasians yeah. have a field day with that shit. That's <laughs> up, down, left, and right. It's crazy. <laughs> They'll do everything with some damn uh, mayonnaise, nigga. Will. Yeah, but that's not what we do at all. And honestly, it, it was a revelation not too long ago that that was even salad dressing. It says salad dressing on that shit. And I'm like, hell, <laughs> who the hell would just scoop a dollar? A dollop? A dollop of Miracle Whip and mm-hmm. put it on their lettuce. That sounds crazy to me. That's kind of wild. I, but you know, ranch dressing is really just mayonnaise with like Italian seasoning. Fair enough. So many things are just other shit. <laughs> just one Y'all thing, be surprised. But just one thing added to it that makes it. Right, because that's all different. eggs. Yeah. And you know what eggs also is? French toast. <laughs> Nigga, how? Like, how do all these things happen? How? <laughs> oh, freaking Chick-fil-A sauce. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like mayonnaise and barbecue, right? And, <laughs> yeah. and honey mustard mixed together with a little it's bit crazy. of milk. People just be putting shit together and making concoctions. Yeah, we just eat it. Concoctions is my Ooh. shit. please. Man, what a You've got mail. Oh! Thanks for coming out tonight. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with me. I appreciate that. Hello, Moto.
other news, recently all of the original members of En Vogue got together for a performance. Now, if you've listened to our old episodes, if you pay attention to this group, you mm. know why that is a huge deal. Mm -hmm. They have been beefing for decades. They became two whole different groups. Whole different they groups. refused to ever do shit again. So them all coming together in the 2019, a blessing. Hold on to your taste buds because In Vogue is giving you something <laughs> that you can feel. <laughs> <laughs> Never going to get it. Never. Uh, then all their songs are just kind of phrases that can be used for other things. But excited to see them back together. It was in and one. It was in and Vogue was split up. There was just an in and there was a Vogue separated. And we're so glad to bring them back together. Um, yes. Don't let go. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, are you ready? For a Johnson Family Vacation sequel. Um, we are either. Thank you for participating. Come again next week. Got, I got a little bit of a um <laughs> a little bit of a soapbox for you people that are so mad at nostalgia things. The problem isn't the nostalgia reboots, the problem is what they choose to reboot. Exactly. There's, there's a bunch of shit that deserves a reboot. There's a bunch of amazing stuff in the past that would be great to see now. Mm -hmm. There's a bunch of stuff in the past that would be great to see in the past. And Jonathan <laughs> Family Vacation is one of those things that's fantastic in the moment in which it came out. In. Right. And almost not you one day can, afterwards. You cannot translate that now. What is going to happen? What are they going to do? I Another don't know. big. I mean, actually. <laughs> no, let me tell you something. But the thing is, okay, Cedric the Entertainer is signed on to do it. We don't know who else is. We don't need Bow Wow Solange, the little not. girl, or Vanessa Williams, honestly. It could be a whole different. I do not imagine Solange coming back for Johnson Family Vacation. <laughs> I do not imagine Bow Wow even coming back for Johnson Family Vacation. But they might surprise our asses. Bow Vanessa wow, Williams, she'll you know, come back. Again, I'm, I've said it before, I'll say it again. I am a staunch supporter of Bow Wow's acting career. I think that he makes he has decent something. movies. He has like, something I mean, going. Yeah, literally, he's got. He's in my favorite Medea uh, lottery <laughs> ticket. I think it's amazing. Barry. No ma'am, no ham, no turkey. <laughs> he's in my favorite Medea. Roll Bounce is a hood classic, and you won't tell me otherwise. Still lottery ticket is really good, also. And um, like Mike for for that arena of movie. Is kind of a really good movie. He does not have a lot of bad work, and he's not bad in the films that he's in. You're so right. You're I absolutely by, correct. We can I ten by ten with Bow Wow and his own family, and his them kids' grandfather should be Cedric. Hold on now. Okay, so Johnson Family Vacation came out when 2004. Yeah, sorry for it. Just like Ruben studied. 2004. Mm -hmm. That is 15 years ago. Yeah. Which would make him old enough to now have kids. Yeah. Well, Bow Wow is in fact effectively old enough to have kids in real life. So why you're effectively old enough to have kids in real life? Everybody. Am I, where, where are my kids at? Ooh, that is a not. This is not what the podcast is about. Let's stay on topic. <laughs> Jesus Christ, shit got real over here. You can't talk to nobody in the late twenties about nothing involving no damn family planning. These niggas get all excited. My biological clock. <laughs> Tick, 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 tick. I'm tired of this motherfucking period. Um, yeah, you know what? That would be cute. Do you think it's, I don't know. Do you think it's an option? It would be, it would what, be What, the way cool. I set it up? Or? Yeah. 
I mean, John, I mean, uh, Cedric would have to be the same character and like be in control of the situation because Bow Wow not old enough to do like the dad, dad shit. He's old enough to do the dad, dad shit. No, he's not. Bow Wow's also the, got, he's also got of, years on think us. Of, think of his character, Cedric the Entertainer. Being a dad, dad. I know niggas. A dad of a teenager. I know men. A dad, dad. I know men who are our age who are dads. It's not going to translate for him to be that kind of way. Only no, you're Cedric still has to be the meat of it. I I think Cedric Cedric has to be the meat. Like he's still doing the same type of shit, type of thing. I think you're saying that Baba wouldn't play a great dad, dad character. No. Okay. I'm not saying that. No. I just think that's what you're saying. No, it's not. I just think the character will be too young still to play the kind of dad you want to see doing the road trip. Is this a short joke? Because I feel like it's kind of a short joke. Let's just move on. How about that? <laughs> I'm out trying to figure it out. Like, why can Bow not be a dad? It's not dad? gonna be. It's not gonna be the same feel. Chad I want an old dad. Himself is like 32, right? 33. Th- something I like need that. 40 plus. Right. You got to be 45 to play the kind of dad I want you to play in a movie like this. Okay. Moving on to music. We do have a 20-year anniversary. Yeah. One of my faves, Mariah Carey, Rainbow Dropped, November 2nd, 1999. I love this album. Hit it. Hit it. I don't know where to begin. First of all, I love this album. This is, I say this all the time, but 98, 99, that's when I really started feeling and loving and like taking in music. So Rainbow was one of my first albums I was like obsessed with. This video alone, Heartbreaker itself is so legendary, so iconic. First of all, her look in the video, all of them. Yeah. She had on those jeans with the cutoff tops. You don't know what's happening, but you want a pair. You don't know why. Yes. And the thing is, I got a pair. They were too big. Couldn't wear them. I was really sad about it. But that you was. You got a pair of clothes that were too big for you? Go figure. Oh, sorry. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, so that was the thing. Like her look, mm-hmm. I knew the whole dance routine for that beginning part. Mm-hmm. And her fighting herself in there. Hell yeah. And then Jay-Z has a verse. This whole I shit is just... I think the version just... I just played, I think, is the DJ Clue mixtape version. I heard a few, woos, and y'all crazy for this. <laughs> you know, every time somebody puts something out, you got to be crazy for it. Otherwise, it's not that good. Yeah, so Heartbreaker, as you can imagine, was a number one single, and it did what it needed to do. I still love this song. I still love, I, I have this playlist on freaking YouTube. Mm-hmm. I watch the video. You know I watch videos, I all the dance, videos. old videos. We had them things ready to go. Oh. Having them ready to go. I was talking about you the other day. We had a little get together with my little sisters, and she just put on, she started airplaying old music videos, and we started discussing that the time. That is my shit. I ain't seen we one all, new music video <laughs> this year. We Listen, we all broke into a rendition of Icebox. It was beautiful. <laughs> it was fantastic. We had a good old Jasmine McNeil time. Okay, don't say my last name on this podcast. Oh, damn, I did drop it like a <laughs> Like it was hot. Yeah. Um, 
And then other singles include Thank God I Found You, mm-hmm. There Was Joe and 98 Degrees, Can't Take That Away, Cry Baby with Snoop Dogg, and Against All Odds, a very ballad-heavy album. Great album, 1999. We love 1999. That was 98 and 99. They was busting. The it girls looked, was out here. We're we going to have to like do like some crazy existential conversation whenever we finally do like a last episode. So I think we need to talk about the fact that 98, 99, and 0304 – are, Yo, are like the years for the music. The years of of like magic. it might be o two o four. What does o two have that I'm that I'm not thinking of? Something that because o three o four is like first of all o three o four is confessions speaker box love below. Um, was there something else that I said was no three o four? I think give it to that trying cops dropout black yeah. album. Right. All of that is in the same three hundred sixty five days. That is mind-boggling. Yeah, we're we're gonna have to do something. Everybody who lost the Grammy in the in the 2004 Grammy Awards deserved a Grammy in a different year for their contribution to that year. That's how big it was. So, happy 20 years to Mariah Carey's Rainbow Album. Okay, moving on to the main event. It's a family. It's a. It's a family. (laughs) It's a family. We're going to tell you a little story about the family. Okay. I don't know if you guys noticed, but in the last episode, we discussed In Living Color and all the things that were spawned off of In Living Color. Did it was you? a great episode, something that Jazz and I learned a lot about. And we decided we would take that energy and move it towards this one family that has been the mecca of black entertainment for some time now. And who are we talking about, Jazz? The Wayans The Wayans family. They're brothers. They're living in their colors. They, they living. They colored. And they want a high five. Hey, they we, deserve them. We stand a high five. You know, if you always look at somebody's elbow, whenever you're giving a high five, you never miss? Mm, no. Maybe I should try that because I always miss. Yeah, well. I always miss. You won't miss now, again. I won't miss again. Yeah, Thank you. Right. I learn something new every single day. Hey, listen. Especially I'm, fooling with you. I'm doing the Lord's work, baby. Yes. Okay, so we thought it would be a good extension to branch out into some of the Wayans family's other Dalliances. projects. <laughs> And we're going to break this up into two parts. We're going to talk about, you know, the stuff they did early, like in the 80s and the 90s. And then we'll move to the 2000s for part two. Yep. So you're getting a lot of Wayne's Wayne's content. Wayne's content, baby. But I think that it is well-deserved and we need to talk about them more. And here's what I want you to do for us. Whenever you hear the episode, whenever we promo the episode, tag them. They all active. You know they active. Tag them. Let them know that we're giving out flowers today to the Wayans family, and they're well-deserved and overdue. I would but love for them to hear it. Let's get into it. Live from New York, it's Saturday night. <laughs> uh, I got to stop hitting the table because I, I keep cutting out my own headphones. I'm when back. you hit the table? Yeah. I, you know. We have a technical difficulty. Anyway. Yeah. So we already pretty much discussed how Keenan pretty much – Broke everybody into the industry pretty Mm. much. He was already kind of up and running and going. He had some guest appearances on late night TV and little parts and shows. So Mm. he was he was getting things going and slowly the whole family started to become a part. I mean, this is the most supportive family in entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. If I'm doing something, hey, you want to be a part of it? And I, I mean, really love that. Not only that, though, and they carry their weight. I was about to say they carry their weight, but they, I, I think there was a general consensus that this is this is a business. 
Be you know, I was listening to something the other day where somebody said, um, I'm good at my job because I know it's a job. And that is exactly what this family came to do because as fun and as carefree as all this comedy actually is, it wouldn't be anything if they weren't taking it seriously for us. Right. So we appreciate. We stand discipline. Yes. And we did mention this briefly that Damon, uh, before In Living Color came about, he did get a role on Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. Did not like the way he was treated. He had a big exit. Yeah, got fired from SNL. Is That's it how true it started. After seven shows? Yeah. Seven? Just you, seven? Yeah. You was that bad? No, nah, I was that good. Mm. They, what happened was I had just, Eddie Murphy had <laughs> just left. And so Lauren Michaels was trying to, you know, he thought, protect me from being compared to Eddie Murphy. And I'm like, look, you give me the ball or let me go. Mm-hmm. Fire me from the team. So he wouldn't give me the ball, so I just switched characters during the live taping. I, I wanted to get fired. Yes, Damon was actually brought on to SNL after Eddie Murphy left, and mm-hmm. I'm I'm suspecting that the intent was that he was supposed to fill a void that Eddie Murphy left in the show, which is a tall, tall, tall order. Not to say he couldn't have done it, but... And he could have. Yeah, well, I don't know if he could have. Eddie was, Eddie was really, like, hot fire, I mean, at, at that time, nothing Eddie did was beyond was was be like below greatness. So his SNL sketches. I, I know you're not an avid fan, but they are phenomenal. Even today, you'll be like, "This nigga was funny." <laughs> this no, not to say that these Damon damn was not. chairs. I yeah, can't. I know, right? The squeaking. It, it I makes can't. it makes the situation worse. Actually, like it's they're the worst kind of chairs for an audio recording studio. <laughs> it is, and you know what? I'm gonna report this. Send an email out. I am. <laughs> I'm gonna email them like y'all fussing and cussing us out with them terrible mm-hmm. chairs in the studio, <laughs> creaking all up in our audio. And you want to make all these rules? We paying y'all to have creaky chairs, creaky ass chairs, and technical difficulties. This is some real shit right here. Like me and Jazz out here protesting the powers that be, just like they didn't live in color. The people that produce this podcast. I mean. I don't think we being treated fairly, but I'm just being honest with you. We got squeaky ass chairs. Sometimes my headphones don't work. You know what I'm saying? The little cord that does the audio be bent out of shape and shit like that. But you know, it's fine. It's fine. I'm just glad to be here. I'm glad I have you guys. You guys keep me going. All right. Um, Jess and I actually revisited Hollywood Shuffle very recently. The note, Keenan was in the movie and he was a part of the writing crew. Yeah, he worked at the hot dog stand with Robert Townsend. Yeah. They were some hating ass niggas. Okay. Howard Shuffle is actually a pretty interesting film because it kind of goes into like uh, what minstrel show kind of issues are a little bit where Hollywood's asking black actors to be blacker. Be more black. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's funny. Uh, it's a little bit, you know, super of its time. You know, but at the time, Robert Townsend essentially is playing a aspiring actor who's going to auditions. And the face of the time is Eddie Murphy <laughs> doing basically his string of cop movies. Because, like, this is like Bill Hill, Beverly Hills cop era time and Golden Child. And mm-hmm. what is that other one? Ooh, 40 hours. 48 hours? 48 hours. God, I was like 40 hours or less. 28 days <laughs> later. 40-year-old <laughs> virgin. 40 year, them number them number movies get me fucked up every single time. 300. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, but um, Robert, no, at the time, Eddie Murphy is a black cop, just essentially for all his purposes. 
And Hollywood Studios are looking for Eddie Murphy types. And so, like, you see him auditioning going, <laughs> doing all the, no, you talking about, no, man, man, shut up, man, all that stuff. Which, you know what, in, in like, in a lot of ways, people talk about, they used to talk about it at the time, it is kind of shucky. Like, like, Eddie Murphy's character during that period of time is kind of like a, hey, man, say, what's going on, partner? Like, he's kind of, kind of. It's kind of a WB. You know, David Wayans actually shows up in, I think it's Beverly Hills Cop. Which one? The first one. And he plays like a guy. He play, He's in a hotel mm -hmm. with fruit, and he sell, he gives Eddie some bananas, and he's a gay guy. I need a couple of bananas. How much are they? Well, the buffet plate is twelve fifty. You get peaches, plums, oranges, and bananas. Well, all I need is a couple of bananas. Take those bananas. Hey. Like it's it's such a small part, but like David Way is. Well, we Eddie, know how he does playing a gay man. We've seen it in Enlisted. Yeah, David. Honestly, he has all like, the Wayans family do gay well. <laughs> they do. Um, and then I'm gonna get you, sucker. Now this this movie right here got some things going on in it. Yo, There's a lot of going on. It in was this movie. a funny ass scene. <laughs> there was some funny. There was some funny shit in that movie. That's big facts. Whenever. Um, the dude that plays Starsky, I can't think of his name no more. Uh, but the black dude that's always popping up like he was the pimp and Martin and all you know yeah. all that stuff. Um, whenever he's walking down the street and he's got the fish inside of his <laughs> platform shoes, like an aquarium inside of them things, that that made me laugh. That was funny. The fish died, and I do feel kind of bad about that. I'm really pro Peter. You think uh, that fish were harmed on the set of this film? You know, ain't no telling. I need some disclosure at the end of this hey. film that lets me know if the fish that came out of that man's shoes died or hey, not. We gonna, Did y'all instantly take them to their fish tank? Are we going to cancel Did them? Did y'all pay them fish? The we going we gonna to do them like Kevin Hart. And Did be like, you pay the fish? be like, no, remember remember back whenever the Wayans was killing fish? <laughs> they, cancel them niggas. Them fish was flopping around on that ground, dying. They was dying. flopping around on that ground, dying. She ain't lying. <laughs> I ain't even heard the rhyme. But... Yeah, that movie's got some stuff in it. And I'm going to tell you something. Black exploitation film. Yeah, Kim Wayans. Kim Wayans. She was Please insert the scene. When the same Go marching in the rain. Hey, Where one of yes. the girls yes. sings Who is it? when the saints go it? marching in, the one that was Jada Pinkett's class, her no, friend. No, Ajay Sanders. First of all, I remember that because first, I think she's First bad. of all, why you know her name? Yes, Second of all, why don't I know her name? Okay, I know her <laughs> name, A, because I, I thought she was really attractive. And I was she like, was. why haven't I seen her in a long time? And then, you know, me and Jordan watched Def Comedy Jam back recently. She's got a stand-up 
on Def Comedy Jam. Really? Yeah, yeah. She was a stand-up. Uh, people don't don't know that about her. But remember, she was in. I, I don't know. You're not as avid of a Mar- Martin rewatcher as I am. But the one where the baby, somebody has a baby, and he catches the baby mm-hmm. and says, "We don't need no damn umbilical cords, Tommy. This is TV. Mm-hmm. That's her. That's also her that had the baby." Mm, remember yeah. it. Yeah. Actually, yes. Um. That being said, yeah, Kim Wayans is hilarious. Amory Johnson. So killing look, the game. Uh, Amory Johnson. Yeah. We need to talk about Amory Johnson. We need to talk about Amory Johnson. First of all, if you watch the movie, please at least go watch this scene with Amory mm-hmm. Johnson. He meets her at the bar. Yep. They go back to the hotel to have sex, and this bitch whole body comes off. Whole she pulls body her legs off. off. She pulls her nails. Off. You know, it's an extreme version of that Will Smith scene. Oh, where where Tisha Campbell's Campbell throwing off her nails? Yeah, extreme version. Yeah. She takes that wig off. It, it is hilarious. She always has had that energy. Yeah, she's she's a, she's a red bone legend. And you know who Anne Marie Johnson is. You probably don't know her by her name, but please Google her. You've seen her in a lot of things. What 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 is my favorite thing that she's in? Girl. Nope. In the heat, oh, in the heat of, the night. of the night. Some trouble going on. Anne Marie Johnson showed up in everything in the heat <laughs> of the night in the heat of the night guess who was there going on Marie johnson oh i'm gonna finish but hold on it won't be long if you'll be strong and everything will be all right <laughs> Marie johnson okay <laughs> yo that chris rock one rib bit is outlandish it's outlandishly funny. Like how outlandish is it? it? Well, I mean, he whenever he says he walks in to Isaac Hayes' restaurant and he's about to get How much for order of ribs? Uh two fifty. Two fifty? Let me get one. Right on. One order. One order of ribs. No, 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 no. One rib. One rib. I sure am hungry. Uh, make that one rib to go. One rib? One rib. What else? You got any soda? One dollar. Oh, come on now. Look out for a brother, man. Come on. Hey, check this out. Why don't you let me get a sip for 15 cents? Yo, yo, when that nigga said, can you break a hundred, bro? That shit was unreasonable. That's some cheap ass shit right there. Unreasonable. (laughs) Like, I'm upset. (laughs) But I mean, that movie is, there's gags. It's shenanigans. Yeah. It's just them making fun of black stereotypes pretty much. Yep. Which they also do in, in living color. How you living? What? Uh, That what was late as shit. What? Oh my God! How you living, Jazz? What? <laughs> How you living? Jazz looked around the room and there. How you living, Jazz? What? <laughs> what? It was more like what? We doing what a thing? <laughs> we doing a bit? I wasn't. I didn't know. You didn't let me know. I didn't let you know. I'm sorry. Sometimes I want to be know. natural. We've already talked endlessly about in living color. We don't have to really go too Let's much. Let's do it into again it. anyway. In fact, in living color started in 1990. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> Y'all want to listen to us talk about that again? <laughs> 
We're doing some reduxes soon, actually. You know, the whole family came out busting, pulling their weight. They did the things they needed to do. It Live in Color was monumental. It changed the course of black comedy. In history. In history. Forever. Forever. You can't change that. Can't take it away from us. It made some huge stars. And that's that's all I got to say about That's all we got that. to say about Live in Color. That's it. Yeah, but you can do what you want to do. Um... The five heartbeats. The five heartbeats. Nights like this, I wish raindrops would fall. And we want to mention this because Keenan, part of the writing crew, if you didn't know, Keenan was very much a behind the scenes guy yeah. after this. He he did a low down dirty shame and stuff, but pretty much Keenan became real backgroundy yeah. person. Yeah, and you know what? This is like the degrees of separation are starting to get real kind of heavy right here. There's a lot of team efforts here. Yeah. Five Heartbeats is a big, big production, and and Robert Townsend's baby that Keenan is helping with. They're part of the little black rat pack. Mm-hmm. And then you got Troy Byer in that. Mm-hmm. Troy Byer went on to, to do BAPs. To do BAPs with Robert with Townsend. With Robert Townsend. Yeah, and, and Troy Byer is also, I think I was telling you this the other day, she was in the Cosby show with Theo's best friend and they reprise their relationship in John Q which people don't don't really realize come that bring that's us them. Ar- come on there's bring so, us there's, around there's so much there's so many things happening Link amongst us friends together. here you know what that Jazz and I's real ministry is going to be how often your amazing things that you love came apart from being good friends and being good Absolutely. stewards to your community I mean the Wayans is a good voice for that because yeah. all they did was pull their friends into stuff you saw at this point, you saw the same people from In Living Color mm-hmm. and I'm Gonna Get You Sucker. Mm-hmm. And you've seen these people make their rounds in pretty much everything they we were are doing. Family. They really <laughs> supported each other. Like, not just their family, but their friends too. Like, come come on. Come one, come all. Yeah. I wish I knew the rest of the lyrics of that song. <laughs> we are a family, like a something tree. It's from the fight temptation. All right. <laughs> All right, let's move to mm. our 90s shit by the Wayans. 90s Starring shit. Starring the Wayans. Starring the Wayans. <laughs> Starting <laughs> with Mo Money in 92. Mo Money. Damon and Marlon. This movie was played heavily in my household. And you know it's based off a true story? I did not know that. Damon. Uh, so the movie is essentially about... Um, Damon's character working at this company in which he did credit card scamming. Mm-hmm. I think the job was to get rid of the credit cards and he was using them to take money or something like that, which it's, it's Damon Wayans literally had a charge for that before yeah. he got into the show yeah. business scene. So it was based off his job there with a credit card company. Okay. Hey, yo, and one of my favorite like 90s jams is in my in Mo Money. I just want to play a snippet real quick if you don't mind. Go for it. Uh, Wrote a song about it. What a sample. Oh my god. I I love that early 90s like new jack shit. Yeah. All that shit sounds so fun to me. Like I every time I anytime uh a song like that is in a movie. I watch movies like that mostly to pick out some loose B-side bops like that. Yeah. Because black people in house music was really had had a relationship. They had a thing going. They They had a thing going. They really did. You know who else is in this movie? 
Stacey Dash. The Stacey Dash that we loved and adored. God rest her soul. God rest her soul. We sure miss her. She was so beautiful. She was such a star. She's still in there, but I mean, I'm telling you right deep, now. Deep, deep down. Well, all falls down is aging like milk. Because <laughs> well, her, her and Kanye just... <laughs> It all oh my goodness! They and like did it fall? Every single thing that nigga said in that in that song, he has proven himself to be the exact opposite. It. I got a failed. problem with spending before I get it. We all self conscious. I'm just the first, first to, to admit, admit it. it. Well, you admitted it, and now we know, nigga. <laughs> it Jesus. All falls. Mm, shout out! Shout out to Selena Johnson. Yeah, shout out to Lauren for letting her do that too. So cool because he sampled That's Lauren Hill's sad. voice and then had Selena cover it, and Lauren just let the shit ride. Anywho, mo money, mo money, mo money. Ninety four blank man, which we've already discussed, the black superhero shit, parody oh, yeah. ass shit. Jazz and I broke that down a few episodes ago. We right? did. What episode was that? It don't matter. Have don't. a great summer, I think. H A G S. Um. Okay. Nineteen ninety four, a low down dirty shame. Mm. I used to watch this movie a lot. I don't know why I love this movie so much, but one thing is for sure, Keenan was not playing fair with the women he put in this damn movie. No, no, there's some baddies in that damn movie. Sally boy. Richardson yeah, and yeah. Jada Pinkett. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he is trying to decide between the two. Mm-hmm. Sally Richardson is his old flame. Mm-hmm. Jada Pinkett is his new flame. Mm-hmm. And baby, they is making all the fires. They is like Jada is peaking in this movie. I feel like this might you can debate me. This might be the best Jada Pinkett ever looked in any movie. She's so fine and she ghetto. You know I like that ghetto shit. Outside of Lena, you might be right. I'm thinking about it. Think have I, you seen a low down dirty shame recently? I I mean I've been because I'm watching Vicarious damn. through you. But I do remember her in that and you're right, this is a good look for her. Because I'll tell you what I hate. Got a date. <laughs> now we'll not be late. Late, 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 late. late. And it's going to be so great. Knock <laughs> um, okay. Oh, I can't wait to talk about the Nutty Professor. Oh, oh my God. You, we're going to we're gonna rip that shit to shreds. Shreds. Okay. Nutty Professor Jada Pinkett. That, that wig. wig. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Who Golly. Else? Hey, whoever put that wig on Jada Pinkett in the Nutty Professor, shame on you. For real. That wig was horrible. For real. And oh my y'all God. aged her like milk. She you looked were, 43 because of that wig. It's haunting me She right asked now. for something and somebody said, you really think I be listening to you? I be listening to you. <laughs> freaking wig. And I didn't realize how bad the wig was in oh God, it, it, of it, course. It, my, mama, my mama knew. My mom is the first to call out somebody's hair. <laughs> she, it don't matter what it is. Every, all my wig. life, a show will come on. She'll be like, mm-mm. That, that girl edge is messed. That girl edges is messed up, and I'd be like, "Mama, why? That's you your, don't. That's your go-to. That's the thing. You don't realize how bad wigs was generally bad in the '90s. They ain't have all this shit that girls be doing now, like these invisible parts and all that. They wasn't putting that much effort in the wigs no, back is. then. You it's, just plop the wig on. It's obvious. You ain't plucking. It's obvious. You ain't plucking no hairs and making invisible parts. You just plop the shit on. But yeah, no, Jada was prime, prime. She's somebody this who, who I prime. feel like. I feel like her and Will both fit the criteria of having two different people. Like, like, like early Jada and Jada now look like it's like a, a eons apart from each other. Right. But both very attractive people. Mm-hmm. I would say Will Smith was—he's a handsome dude now, 
And he was a handsome dude then, but he doesn't look anything like he did. Yeah, it's, it's kind of strange. It's, yeah, it's I like, I, I, it's strange. Neither, I exactly ne- what you mean. Yeah, neither of um, them look the same way they did in the 90s at all. Like, it, I mean, you can kind of see it, but they look like each other's children. But, you know, another reason I really loved her and as a little girl loved her was because she was so petite like me. I was mm-hmm. always such a tiny, tiny girl. Yeah. So when I saw her, like, oh, my God, like a tiny person like me. You I know, see myself it, in her. It's a it's an understated, marginalized a, group. And especially now where, you know, fake bodies are in and all of that. Fake um, bodies fake bodies are not in. That's just they the are. lane. It's they it's they're not they as are. Think you are. I, here's the thing. And I, we won't have to we don't have to go super, super into it. People that like fake bodies liked fake shit before. None of that is different. It's just you can see it on the internet. You, I mean, you couldn't see it before, but it's the same amount of men that would have dated that were dating girls who did not get boob jobs is the exact same now as it was before. Those holes are just on the I internet. I beg to differ. It's definitely more popular. You Visibility changes everything, but it doesn't change the numbers technically. You just don't notice. You didn't notice yeah, it before. I just don't like getting on the internet and not even knowing what's a real butt at this point. I don't even know. I don't even believe nobody now. Like, but the mask ain't going to do with me. The going to do with you. They don't, but still, it's just like, damn, is this real? I, <laughs> it's crazy because that's what I think a lot. When I see a big booty, I'd be like, I wonder if it's real. And that should not be my first thought. Well, you but, know what? It's more reason why you should be, you know, shooting in the gym with whoever you end up with. So you can, you can, you'll know stuff like that. You'll always <laughs> be in the loop about what does it or does not exist. You will never wake up one day like, huh? Just realize your ass might be fake. Huh? <laughs> so, you know, if you were shooting in the gym, you would have bought the ass. <laughs> That's my ass that you got on your body. Oh um, Jesus! Okay. Things have changed in the podcast. Uh, yeah. Uh, low down, dirty shame. Was his more like uh, shafty? It was kind of, he was like the shaft in yeah, the movie. Yeah, he was a bad guy. Fight, like a, like a vigilante. And, like a vigilante. Yeah. Moving on to... Major pain. Silence. You are not eight. Sleep. Drink. Blow your nose or even dig in your butt without my say-so. Know this. Killing is my business, ladies. And business is good. Major pain is. <laughs> what do you think? It, what are you about to say? Are you about to like blow out? Brain? I can't. Wa- no, I just can't watch it now. It was funny as shit back in its yeah, time. It was popular. But I would not like to watch it in 2019. There was a period of time where I had two videotapes, and I want to say it's Parent Trap and Major Pain. <laughs> and I was just running. Recorded on the. I, <laughs> recorded was, on one. I was running them things back. I was like, well. Well, Parent Trap went off time for Major Pain. <laughs> Major Pain went off time for Parent Trap. That was pretty much it. That was, that was the whole thing. Play Parent Trap. Yeah. But I mean, what a array. Yeah, it, not, it was not very, it was, a, it was a broad spectrum with just two movies. Um, One, don't you look dumb. Two, look at you. Yeah, this is out of that Sandler book to me. Well, Where, like, weren't they friends? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which it's out of that Sandler book where like the character is kind of based on somebody that you think is suffering from a mental illness. Like Major Payne has some serious PTSD. PTSD from being in the yeah, military. Yeah. yeah, and so like so the character is based on making fun of people with PTSD, I guess. Yeah. Which only now does it seem super problematic. At the time it was like, hey, <laughs> right you know what I mean? yet like this movie would not you can't make this in you could you can't make this right now you're absolutely right you can't we uh, got we have a young orlando brown, brown. i'm about to say orlando jones orlando bloom oh, 
Orlando, Florida. <laughs> Oh, yeah, but we have a young Orlando Brown. Shit, I wish thing. I could think of another Orlando. What's the other Orlando? Yeah, I know, because I knew I had the best one when I said it. Which one did you say? Orlando, uh, Orlando, Florida. No, before that. Jones? Was, <laughs> Orlando Jones. Solange and, um. <laughs> Solange and Tyler James Williams. Orlando Jones, that one. Oh, God, people don't know what you're talking about. Uh, they do. But I do. Yeah, if y'all know what I'm talking about, I'm just <laughs> going to say these three names. You do what you will with it. Orlando Jones, Solange Knowles, and, um, <laughs> oh, God, I forgot. Tyler James Williams from Everybody Hates Chris. Just go ahead and type those things in. Three different, three different tabs. Open three tabs. Google all three of those names and just enjoy yourself. Okay. Um, God is real. And you'll know immediately. You're like, oh, God was really just kinkos in these niggas out. Like, <laughs> um. <laughs> okay. Major Pain, though, it was very much a classic. And it's so many classic lines that you get mm, from it. Karen Parsons. Karen Parsons is in it. And you, Karen you don't Parsons, see her again after that, really. Yeah. And Karen Parsons is one of those people that it's hard to see her outside of the main role you know her from. So it yeah. was kind of refreshing to see her in Major Pain. Being somebody else. I stumbled across her daughter's Instagram the other day on my Explore page, and I was like, is Karen Parsons' daughter? <laughs> it's like, boy, Facebook really be listening to my conversations. Because Dude. this doesn't make any sense for this to be coming up. Like, people you might might like, Karen Parsons' daughter. <laughs> what? How old is she? I don't know. I didn't follow her, but she's either just an adult or isn't an adult yet. So, you know, I don't dabble in those things. We're going to move on then. Yeah. Okay. So, Kim Wayans. Mm. Starred in mm-hmm. In the House, 95 in, to 99. In the House. I almost forgot this fact when me and JD was thinking about all the Wayans things. In the House didn't immediately pop. And then I remember, wait a minute, Kim Wayans was definitely a main cast member. Are we adding that to the list of, of shows that we think might not be as good as we remember them Possibly. to be, but that we're going to watch? So, homework is that me and JD will watch in the house so we can do a full breakdown i re- we all remember the show maya campbell yeah. ll cool j alfonso ribeiro we remember it but i have not watched it in so long i did start watching it like last year it was on youtube but i didn't follow through so in the house is one of those shows me and jd will revisit yep so we can remember Something something that should be noted Debbie about Allen. this show. Yeah, Debbie Allen. That that's that Debbie Allen. I think we've brought this show up because of Debbie Allen yeah. before. Well you know what? That means that means that more of it has to be good than otherwise because Debbie Allen almost doesn't have any any she bad don't work really. She don't miss something interesting about that is I know that Alfonso Ribeiro was really almost not interested in taking that show because it was also at NBC originally. Mm-hmm. And it was just gonna be like, Okay, well, first prince is over. Come on over here. And yeah, walk on down the street to this set. Right, right. Mm-hmm. He didn't enjoy working with LL because they said LL was was too focused on his music career at the time. Uh-huh. And this is the best part of this whole story. LL apologized, and they made up, and they became great friends for the rest of the, <laughs> for the remainder of their lives. Well, that's great to know. <laughs> yeah, it's so interesting. Like you always hear like a little bit of drama like that. It's like Martin did this on set, and this thing happened, and didn't go well. Red Fox did th- well. Red Fox died on set, so I shouldn't use that as an example. But they get all upset, and then it's like we're scorned forever. But now they made up on the show, and continued working together, and speak highly of each other until the end of time. Um, I would like to um bring up uh hello zumble 
they made a mm. post um, that was like, what is an underrated show, the most underrated show? And they had Hanging with Mr. Cooper, mm-hmm. The Hughleys, Sinbad Show, In the House, The Parkers, The Steve Harvey Show, The Parenthood, and Smart Guy. Oh, you know what? I saw that. I saw that going viral. And I think out of those, Smart Guy is the most underrated. Because I think Smart Guy gives me laughs right now. I would say... Um, oh, I wish you could I, send me the I post comment, I look at him again. I commented on it. Damn and God. I said Smart Guy. I think Smart Guy was beloved. It just did not last long enough. We loved it yeah, at the time. Yeah, it, it was getting better with every season, too. It was That's a good thing. show that just did not get enough... Well, time well all out of all of these steve harvey i think is the most consistently pretty funny throughout the entire series okay smart guy gets funnier with every season mm-hmm. um the jury's out on parenthood the jury's out on in the house in the house mr cooper we know we know the kind of dive it takes yep the sinbad show i remember but i'm too vague to make a comment really mm-hmm. hughley's i remember being corny in its time it's not. It's definitely not underrated because it yeah. was not great. And the Parkers has just has just several moments scattered throughout it that are just. I would argue that the Parkers is iconic for its aesthetic. It and is, if nothing else. Definitely. Yeah. I I agree with yeah. all that was said. So. Yeah, you know, you and I should do a podcast. <laughs> ooh, ooh. Ah, look at that. Me and JD did watch the first episode of The Parenthood the other night. We sure did. So we still got, as much as we know, we got some stuff to still go over. We're going to watch The Parenthood and In the House. Right. And we're going to revisit and see how we like them now. And content is coming because it's about to get cold. So, like, research is going to be higher on the dock. Yeah, me and JD going to be barricaded (laughs) in our homes. We do not come out the crib. All right. We do not come out the crib whenever it's cold. So you already know it's time to get the year planned the out. The content will be coming out. You ain't okay? never lied. Uh, so shout out to Kim Wayans spreading her wings. You know, a lot of the times Kim Wayans was featured in their things. Yeah. This was Kim's time to really shine. And um, she had her own way. But I feel like was she roasted in that show? I feel like she was always being roasted. She I was the butt too. of the joke. She, her and probably Alfonso's character. We're gonna revisit. We're gonna let you know how we how we Ugh, like it. Now. Yeah, we we like, really need to because I'm I'm already kind of getting upset thinking about the fact that I, I'm almost positive that that's exactly what happened in that show. Yeah. We're brothers. We're happy and we're singing and we're colored. Give me a high five. All right, cut and print. Beautiful guys. Dynamite. Uh, let me just tell you that like Wayne's brothers are high up on the list for theme songs in general because the first one is Electric Relaxation by um, Tribe Called Quest mm-hmm. and that's already like really good but they had a good ear 
In fact, I think it's time to have a conversation about shows that have good theme songs. Because Mr. Cooper's got an amazing. We did talk about theme songs. But you know what? We have to revisit some stuff because we, do. we can have a whole show about just themes. Just we, play theme we songs. really we <laughs> really should. I mean, we might we might even make it broader than '90s 2000s because theme songs kind of make a shape like your time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you hear those a thousand times all throughout the years you're watching those shows. It's important. And that whole, we're brothers, we're happy, it and was we're funny. singing, and we're colored. Dude. We still run that shit back. It's, I still see people captioning stuff that and everything. It's ironically, I mean, it's just not supposed to be a diss, but it might be the funniest thing about the show. <laughs> like, I mean, and it, but the thing is, when I say that, I'm saying that that it's really funny. And there's probably other funny moments. I really, we don't run Wayne's Brothers super back uh, amongst the two of us. Not that we just I like was it. at a certain point. There was a point where they first started playing it on MTV too, and I was watching that shit heavily. I mean, the thing I is, don't hate the Wayans brothers. I don't hate it either. But you know who I don't or, like, kinda Paula J. Parker. And well, she's she in was it. yeah, temporarily though. She was. They played around with the characters. They brought a couple people on, and they were there for like a season where they was like heavily on. Like even uh, the guy that played. What was his name? TC. Oh, the dude from Sweet Life, Zach and Cody. The guy from Sweet Life, Zach and Cody. He was on there for a while as like a recurring character. So they played around with the characters. But Paula J. Parker, she didn't last on there. I think she had a. She wasn't there for long. That's about true. a season where she came in and out. And Amory Horse Horsefield. Horsefield. Is that the mama D. from Fridays? Look, this is how you got to break down who people are. Name some other shit they in. Put the face to the name. Well, I mean, the one thing about Amory. Hey, Marie, uh, it's this one thing that's got me tripping. It's this one thing I want to admit it it did. Why do I sound like I'm doing kind of a Jamaican version? You did, kind of. You did. (laughs) I like them Amarees. You can have them Amarosas. Now, come on. Yeah, I'm sorry. That wasn't nice, but you you get there's like levels to that joke now because, yeah. Um, The. Anna, Anna Marie Horsford. What is her name? Anna Marie Horsford. Okay. Okay. Yo, she's mind-bogglingly, mind-bogglingly. Thick. No, well, she's, she is thick. Oh, that but, wasn't what you were saying. Okay. She, she looks like outrageously good for how old she actually is. Yes. Yeah, like, I mean, because, like, she was her born in 1948. Was- I know you're fucking lying. I, I know. Like, I know. And I knew this fact was crazy. I knew it was crazy. Are you joking no. me? Anna Marie Horsfield was born on March 6th, 1948. By the time Friday you came out. telling me? <laughs> by the time Friday came out, she was a good 50-something. A good 50-something. Hold the motherfucker. She's, I mean, she's really Look, her old. Her that goddamn police <laughs> uniform. <laughs> she was Yo, looking good. I, I knew she and was she old. She especially looks good okay. now that I know she was about fifty. Okay, a few weeks ago, Twitter re revisited that okay, okay part from Friday, and I was like, "Look at Anna Marie Horsford," and I was like, "I wonder how old <laughs> she is because I'm I'm thinking about a decade of time where she doesn't look like she aged a drop in between the things that she was in." Because no, I remember I- she was in Fresh Prince that year. Wayne's Brothers was that year. And then she does a Medea much, much later. I can't remember which one it is. And I look at her and I'm like, look at Anna Marie Horsford. And I was like, the how black, old is this person? The black really don't be cracking. Because I was also looking at Lynn, Lynn Whitfield is super old too. She is. I love me some Lynn Whitfield. <laughs> you know, Maybe. I, I was about to say something wild. <laughs> but <laughs> she was new to stuff, man. It's some flames. <laughs> Ooh, boy. Any. Black really don't be cracking. And I appreciate that. Yeah, listen. 
Um, so as you can imagine, Marlon plays this dumb ass, hyper ass, can't do nothing right ass, head ass dude. And Sean is the more put together professional and they're running a newsstand. Out of all things, how do they come up with what people going to do on their shows? Who decided the guys are going to run a newsstand? Writers. Why is that a thing? <laughs> Writers decide that. Why is it perfect? You know what's crazy? It's not always perfect. Oh, my God. I'm fucking up over here today. Oh, my God. It's ginger all over my MacBook. Oh, yeah. God. Oh, Jesus. It actually spilled. I thought you just dropped it I on your toe. That. Oh, gosh. All right. Yep. Yeah. Okay. This is actually a break now. <laughs> Who the hell was a nervous laugh? You heard that? <laughs> oh, I'm still doing it. I'm still laughing nervously. Yeah. Okay. So the Wayans brothers, Sean and Marlon, widely—I won't say bash—but they—they are—they have publicly stated they're not as proud of the writing on that show as they would have liked to have been. Really? Yeah, yeah. I did not know that. I, I'm, I'm, I'm super glad that they said that because, I, you know, not to say that the show is bad by any means. People that love it kind of stand. Yeah, yeah, I was I was on that shit heavy. Yeah, you we know what? was watching that. There's a level of humor that it really does appeal to. Yeah. It just, it just um, more often I enjoy often them none, together a lot. More often than none, I think people, they're not able to tap into that arena of their life as an adult as they would like to. Some yeah. people can, not everybody can. Oh, Pops. How we ain't mention Pops yet? Oh, I mean, hey, a gym. Pop, 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 sugar, yeah. pop. Bang, bang, bang. Pop, pop, like, sugar, pop. Yeah, all, all that stuff, bang, bang. He had some shining moments on there. There are things we don't forget about Pops, and his crazy outfits and his crazy words and vocab. and. You know who also, mess. you know who Sean also was in that show? A businessman. <laughs> businessman businessman just a businessman i'm on the phone i'm on the phone and i'm wear, handling business i'm wearing a suit and i'm on the phone <laughs> That's it. I'm, I'm wearing a suit and i'm on the phone i'm wearing a suit and i'm on the phone hello business it's me business <laughs> let's do business <laughs> mo money mo money mo all right yeah that's funny but that it it's very much it's very He's much the voice of reason it's very Curly Mo and and what's Laverne and Shirley? Yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah, kind of duo thing. We love little duos. Lucy and Ethel, JD and Jasmine. Which one is which one is which? We do not want to play that game because <laughs> you can really tap into some silly shit when you want to. I think generally speaking, I'm the one that's mostly in jest. <laughs> but but outside of that, I have been a more serious version of 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 myself, and you have been silly before, and I've been like, okay, Jazz, you need you looking like Marlon right now. <laughs> So, I am Marlon a lot. I, I'm, but I'm Marlon a lot too, though. You, yeah. Yeah. I, it just depends on what day you catch us. Well, you know what it is? It's the Marlon and Marlon show. <laughs> Marlon. We just two, <laughs> we just two Marlon ass niggas. Two Marlon ass, some goofy ass niggas with some just, goofy ass dreams. Just goofy. Just out here goofing it up. Yo, do you remember the episode? There's always that episode. You remember the episode where Marlon goes to the damn. Um, Acting, what, what, what is it? There's always them episodes that's a theme across uh, TV shows. There's the one where Marlon goes to the cult. Yeah, he goes to the cult. <laughs> you mentioned that before, actually. Really? Yeah, it's been on the show so before. It's in my head. Yeah, that one is like cult, cult episodes episode, are always your shit. That's the episode I can see. I when mean, I, we, we did, we did, Boy Meets World, you said it's the episode where Sean goes to the cult. To the cult. 
Cults is my shit. So if Jazz go missing, you already know it. You already know where Jazz is. She go missing. She done. Y'all know where to find cult because she is curious. Look up cults, you'll find me. Jazz watching 90s uh, 90s sitcoms. Somebody goes to a cult. She's like, I kind of relate to that message. (laughs) I see myself doing. I I think I see myself being the person in the friend group that disappears, and you find me in a cult. Like, so you mean we're all just human (laughs) beings connected by one microchism, and it's just love? I I like that. I love. Me. Do. Um, <laughs> do. <laughs> okay. So the guys in the midst of doing the Wayans brothers, mm-hmm. they go film Don't Be a Menace to Society, to society. While, while Drinking, drinking your, your Juice, juice in, in the, the Hood. hood. 1996. Directed by none other than Keenan Ivory Wayans. Remember what I told you about that background? You didn't he see Keenan, but he was there. there. Oh, you did see him in this movie, actually. Yeah, message. Message. Which is funny because I was just telling JD that as a kid, I didn't realize Keenan popping up saying message was important. I didn't mm-hmm. get why it was happening, but it's when they were trying to teach you something deep. Yeah. He yeah. would pop up and say message. He wasn't just there popping up to say that. It was for a reason. I did not understand well, that as a kid. There's two levels here because they're parodying uh, these black ass movies mm-hmm. and these black ass hoods. Mm-hmm. And at some level, it is kind of offensive to the areas in which they're making fun of. Is. So you could argue that they were trying to make some points, but they were also kind of it's shedding light to jokes that exact. may have been taken harsher if for some reason they did not do the message bit. Yeah, it's like I'll, I'm I'm going to show you some things, but also we're going to have some moments where we reach well, the me- a the deeper m- message here. The message bit makes everything that they're not having a dad in of. your life and how yeah. that can change you. You know, yeah. just little things that they did touch on that was pretty deep. It, it makes it makes some of those jokes a call to action instead of just yeah. jokes. Which which here's the thing, I'd argue that they don't necessarily care whether you get your life together or not. Yeah. It's just good for PR for people to not be like, yo, these niggas just roasted all these of the black community. <laughs> like, 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 like they really just tore us up. Happy birthday, homeboy. <laughs> Happy birthday, homie. <laughs> and then the cake kills the nigga. Ah! I mean, ah! it's, it's some goofball shit. I mean, it, it's really fun to look at. If for some reason you were already a fan of some of their later work, it's fun to look at and be like, Yo, these, these are the beginnings of ooh, these of this this humor. It's Yeah. Yeah, they really start shaping baby, themselves yeah. as parody kings. It's baby scary movie. It's baby scary movie. It's yeah. baby dance flick. Baby like, dance flick. Baby they, white chicks. They did some baby parody. Um, Dashiki and all the kids. Hey, listen, she was bad though. <laughs> she was fine. One of the kids. Dashika was like, you could, know, you know that's did. you know she a hoe, but like, shit, she fine though. Like, it's worth it. <laughs> we, we all have one. Dashiki poured Kool Aid into this man's belly button and sucked it out. Ugh, it's all fun and games until three that's days for, later. That is ghetto foreplay. You know, and not only that, three days later, that belly button's still sticky. <laughs> like, that's you really do not want those problems. Ain't yeah, nothing worse than. Don't pour Kool Aid on people. That is not cute, keep, okay? Keep sugar. Actually, keep food out the bedroom. Well, well, it's well. not as fun I as make you imagine it to be. I want to make an amendment. It's nasty. Keep sugar based foods out of, your, <laughs> out of your sex life because it's not only is it bad for your pH balance, it's bad for everybody. Okay, give <laughs> us something that's, that's good then. 
What that besides? We can't do the sugary shit. What can we do? I mean, I don't know. Is is ice considered food? <laughs> I feel like I'm getting a little too deep for the intro. Ooh, the way y'all was doing the cucumbers this summer. Yo, but a cucumber, like if you if you do something with a cucumber, that's natural juices right there. Ain't nothing wrong with the that. The way y'all was treating them damn cucumbers Listen, this summer. All I'm gonna tell y'all just is just keep it all away from me. You know make, what? Just make sure they're not pickles. <laughs> <laughs> all cucumbers is, is pickled cucumbers <laughs> do it, not pickle them things it's cute it's cucumbers smell like vinegar. coleslaw <laughs> <laughs> sauerkraut vagina <laughs> so anyway dashiki was a hoe or whatever cut that out. <laughs> can't put that in there that's disgusting yo let me tell you twitter y'all dropped the ball you want to talk about the bit I, y'all dropped the ball okay let me tell you something tank in this interview has been a topic of discussion. Mm-hmm. Tank said something along the lines of getting fellatio from another man doesn't make him gay. And Twitter Not used... fellatio. Go ahead. <laughs> what should I say? Uh, fellatio is the correct word. This <laughs> is very professional. Sean, go ahead, Sean. I'm Wayne. working on it. I'm I working hear you. on it. Um, and y'all brought up a clip from Don't Be a Menace, and it was the clip where the guy that just got out of prison... It's having um, a hard time adjusting. It's having a hard time adjusting. Yeah. And he pretty much says, y'all ain't never been in the shower with a man and uh, you see the suds roll down the crack of his ass and you just be a uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was fooling y'all, man. I was fooling y'all. Those was jokes. Y'all use that clip to make fun of Tank. But y'all used the wrong one because there's another scene where what happened? Where Marlon Wayans character actually gets head from the crackhead that got the cheeseburgers. Ooh, this is so spicy. I got these cheeseburgers. And he said, I su-. you know what he said. And wait, he proceeds. Pre- <laughs> <laughs> now you want to censor yourself. He proceeds. Wow. It's the crackhead <laughs> is a man and he gives Marlon's character, Lope Dog. Is it Lope Dog? Some head. Y'all should have used that one. Y'all dropped the ball, oh. Twitter. You dropped the ball. I'm dead at you centering yourself. <laughs> at like now, see, I be cussing, but like you know, I don't be cussing, cussing. Well, I mean, not. Okay, I don't want to say. Hey, suck your- hey it, it was a quote, <laughs> so it's not as if you're saying it. But at the same time, at the same time, I completely understand because it's, that's a listen, little. Here's the thing: I didn't quote it either. <laughs> I, I, got, I didn't even. I didn't even dive into it. I was like, I know the scene you're talking about. I got content boundaries. I do. They make me too. I be cussing. I but wasn't like, even going <laughs> to reference that bit, but I was like, as soon as you did, I was like, well, somebody got to say that that line. <laughs> I now. just need Twitter to know that they messed that up, and maybe I, maybe I missed it. Maybe some. You know, Twitter is quick to be like, uh, uh-uh, uh, this the right thing. You, you didn't. It, the replies just continue to get better yeah. as you go down the line. And yeah. you like, somebody probably hit it, but I didn't see it personally. So I just want Twitter to know they did fuck this one up. Listen, Jazz is the head of y'all's writer's room. Don't come <laughs> out with no bullshit. Put me in the game, coach. Let's do it. Um, In conclusion, Dope Your Miss was just... Shenanigans. Shenan- Black shenanigans. ass shenanigans. You know what? It, it's it, 40s it, and Kool-Aid. It hasn't, it hasn't aged terribly. It hasn't aged terribly. It's, 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 it's kind of funny. It, you will still laugh. If you watch it today, you're going to still laugh. Yeah, it's kind of funny. It's, it's the kind of like, ooh, this is of its time that yep. is still just funny. You ain't never lie. That's exactly what it is. Um, Uzi yeah. and Hot Tops. Quick fashion question. Should I wear this tech nine with the high tops? Mm-hmm. Mm. Or should I wear this Uzi 
with my low tops. Him pairing them guns with the up on them shoes was actually a really, really <laughs> Who's funny in his high like, tops? still funny. That's some funny shit. Tech nine and the low yeah, tops. That shit is funny as hell. It really is. Um, um, moving on to something people may not be familiar with. Yeah, this is in a pocket of society. Wayne Head was a cartoon that came on WB's Saturday morning lineup. And I don't even have to do the research to know that. That's how familiar with it that was. But I, I didn't even realize it was a Wayne's thing when I was watching it because I was a child, obviously. So it, it was... 96, 97. Yeah, I mean, it was... I remember, like, little kid shenanigans, like him having to go to the store for his grandma, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Some of it was, it was kind of Bebe's Kids-esque, but, like, with, like, a PBS feel. Yeah, I can, it's some. I have a memory of it, like, deep, yeah, deep, yeah. deep in the crevices of my mind. Yeah. Like, I remember it, but not really. Like, well, I, it, I feel like I have a memory of it, but. The, the optics were really for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, it really fit. I was a boy. I was a black kid. So, mm -hmm. like, in general, it's just like, oh, it's a black boy. This is, yeah, I'm a black boy. So, I, you know, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta watch the show. It's a black boy, and I'm a black boy. Uh, and that would be Damon Wayans, correct? Yes. It was Damon Wayne. It was his, it was his head, right? Wayne head was Damon Wayne's head probably it looks like him i it can't confirm like or deny him. that i just don't i don't i don't have enough research on me for me to be like yes exactly wouldn't that be would it make the most sense it would okay i just don't know i don't remember All i right. probably should have looked that up before we started this episode i did not do my research <laughs> my computer was here with me right now i would skirt skirt six man one of my favorite movies of all time actually that's wild, really? Yeah, and Jazz the knows. Six Man, you know that, 97. I thought you said it's your favorite Wayans thing. I don't know if you said Wayans it's your thing, favorite. Man. It's not my favorite thing thing. It's one of my favorite movies. Yeah, it's The Six Man, we've discussed it on the show, right? The Six Man, Kadeem Hardison, and yeah. Marlon Wayans. This is, I mean, out of all, of, out of all the movies leading Damn, up to this. Damn, Marlon Wayans was really in his bag. Oh, I mean, <laughs> you know, he does some like Oscar-nominated shit after this too. Requiem of a Dream. Yeah, like, he's, he's, he's yeah, he plays a, a drug decorated. addict. Yeah, he's a mm -hmm. decorated actor. I was gonna add that because that's two th the year two thousand. Are we gonna start off with that the next episode? It's probably the first thing of the two thousands yeah. that is listed. So yeah, I've seen it. It's uh, he 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 acts. He's acting. Um, but this is another movie where, where Marlon actually gets to show a more serious side, actually. Yeah. I, I think the reason why I like it is because it's not, it's a comedy for all intents and purposes, but it's not shenanigans by any means. Like, it's an interesting story about two brothers playing for the same college that's, you know, a file, Final Four contender school, playing basketball, by the way. And um, he loses one of his brothers during a game, the, the better of the two, actually. And that guy comes back to life through Marlon. Kadeem Hardison's character comes back to life through Marlon and kind of plays his games for him. And they're, the team is kind of cheating, essentially. And it's an ethical dilemma. Um, it's a sci-fi ethical dilemma. It's a black sci-fi ethical dilemma, which is, there's just not that many of them. Black sci-fi ethical dilemma. There's not that many movies black like that. Black sci-fi ethical dilemma. Hey, <laughs> black sci-fi This sounds like dilemma. Cardi with the break. <laughs> <laughs> no, but... Again, it is. I did like this movie. It actually is. A, it's a solid film. It's a yeah. solid yeah. movie. Yeah, absolutely. We love a good old basketball movie. I love and basketball, basketball movies. Basketball movies of the 90s. But I, in the early there's 2000s. so many amazing basketball movies. There's a lot of them. It yeah. might be uh, sports movies in general. 
we gonna have football, episodes? angels in the outfield. Angels in the outfield is about baseball. That's why I said sports oh, in general. Oh, okay. I was like, football, <laughs> angels in the outfield. Goddamn, like, everybody. Ain't no outfield in football. <laughs> Remember no. the Titans? Oh, hey. Left side, strong side. <laughs> the Addy. <laughs> yes, the Addy. Yes, the Addy. God, there, we are saying a lot of things that I feel like the the audience are, it's going to go over their heads. You know, if, if for some reason they haven't been listening, it will. Mm. Message. <laughs> <laughs> Message. Yo, okay. And last, last but, but not least on our list. Yeah. Senseless, which yes. is back to Marlon shenanigans where he gets to be very physical. He mm-hmm. is a physical comedian. Mm-hmm. He likes to twist his face up and do funny shit with his body. That's yeah. his kind of comedy a lot. He does not lot. mind putting himself out there for that shit. Senseless is another movie we have discussed on air. He takes this um, experimental drug in which his senses all get heightened, so mm-hmm. he just becomes this superman kind of dude and then he starts to have problems where one sense would be heightened and the other one would be dead so like i can smell real good but i can't see i mean that's another black sci-fi dilemma black sci-fi dilemma yeah like he was taking it he was passing all of his tests he was a good athlete he was like compared to limitless he was really yes it's like limitless he was taking something that just made him a greater human, and then shit just started to go. That also happened. She started to go. Ari, arise, Some of you people. Yo, like to okay, say so it. you know, I told Jazz this. I'm telling my cousin Julian, who he's a fan of the show, and he's been on a, a time or two. I'm telling him how A W R Y is Ari and not Ari. And I, I, I you can tell when somebody's kind of half listening to you. I think I think he may have been half listening to me, and he goes. So are you telling me her name is Arai Lennox? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, what are you talking about? Arai Lennox. People's names are their names. You don't get to just decide that phonetic says this. Whatever their name is is what their name is. Are you telling me that her name is Arai Lennox? No, nigga, we was talking about something to- totally no. different. No, totally different. Nah, but um, <laughs> it ain't Ari. It's Ari. Ain't <laughs> that some bullshit? It's still some <laughs> bullshit. I'm still mad. Another discovery I made with you the other day about the word Santa. Okay, you want to share with the class, Jay? No, no, I don't think you should. Jazz is <laughs> Jazz is not having this at all. She does not like this joke at all, and I think it's a solid one. But, you know, I guess you just have to know me. If you listen to the episode you want to hear what it was, you can just ask me. Give me my DMs, and I'll tell you. Jazz <laughs> don't like the joke, but I think it's a solid bit. Anyway. Um, um, yeah, so I'm sure most of you guys are familiar with all of these movies we've named. And if you're not, I would say go back and watch some of this stuff. Go because back and watch some Watch it with your 90s mind now, okay? Make sure you do that. I always have to remind y'all, everything is not going to translate but right put your mind in that space <laughs> cut your phone off because you don't have a phone it's 1996 the wands were <laughs> on a mother freaking run yeah they were and they were starting what was the beginning of a three-decade empire that the family has and jazz and i are going to divulge into what the rest the other two decades of that entail but i mean that being said they're they are going into they're going to get to that fourth decade pretty soon they're not irrelevant today yeah, for real. Shout out to Keenan, Damon, Keenan. 
Keenan. Damon. Because it's mad E's in that shit. Sure. I, I want to spell it K-E-E-N-A-N. Yeah. And I did spell it that way, but it's K-E-E-N-E-N. Yeah, I mean, listen, you, you, it <laughs> really, it's kind of intense that his name is spelled that way. It doesn't, like, it doesn't seem like it should be. No. At all. Keenan is A-N, not E-N. But you know, we just, condi- we're, we're conditioned because every time a more popular person with a name comes out, you're like, Michael, Michael, the Michael Jordan that I know is M-I-C-H-A-E-L, so everybody else should just fall in line, right? Does somebody spell Michael different? M-I-K-A-L? You know one of those? Russian, but no, I don't. M-Y-K-A-L is a thing, too. I know a Michael, a Michael Williams, M-Y-K-A-L. Sean, S-H-A-W-N, S-H-A-U-N, S-E-A-N. Did I tell you about a girl that was like, I've been a fan of Big Sean since I didn't pronounce his name. And I was like, how else could you have pronounced it? I know you're lying. <laughs> listen, listen. <laughs> she tweeted, I've been a fan of Big Sean since I could not pronounce his name. And I said, how else could you pronounce Big Sean? And she said, Big Scene. She hasn't seen Sean. <laughs> There's other like, Seans out there, S-E-A-N, before Big Sean. I was like, you never met somebody named Sean, S-E-A-N? She was like, nope. That's a harsh reality of this damn school system. She knew no S-E-A-Ns. None. Sean Carter? Oh, his is... His, his is S-H-A-W-N. Oh, shit. Yeah. Do I know Sean? Sean Combs. Sean is Combs. Sean Puffy. Anyway, Combs. that's that is home. beyond me. That it's is beyond, beyond me. It was beyond me as well. I thought it was a wild thing to have said, and everybody agrees. Yes, it is a wild thing to have said. You did not know any SEANs. So this is a big shout out to Keenan. Yeah, yeah. Damon. Like, who are we shouting at? I don't remember none of that. <laughs> no, nah, good, good. Keenan, Damon. Kim, Sean, and Marlon, the Wayans family, killing shit. And Anna Marie Horsford. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay, call me when you get home. And she was born in 48. How old does that make her? 58, 68, 78, 88, 98, 18. She's 71 years old. She is 71. Anna Marie Horsford is 71 years old. Oh and you know what? God. When you got the 98, she was what, 50 or 60? 50? What year? 98. No, what year 98 was she was born? 48, so 98 is 50. 58, 68, 78, 88, She was 40-something years old in Friday. Which, I mean, makes sense. I she guess it does make sense. Mom. It's not that big of a deal. <laughs> it's maybe, maybe it's time itself that's we so damn you. We so damn used to teen mothers. We want her to be 30. You ain't lying. We want her to be 30 while her son is 18. You ain't lying. <laughs> but it just, like, whenever somebody says they were born in 1948, your first thought is like, well, damn. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, y'all, anyway, make y'all. sure y'all like, subscribe, rate. follow our Instagram, repost, rate, do share. repost, share, do whatever you do need to do. Do we still have do. apparel for sale? <laughs> <laughs> Who's asking? <laughs> The person who's supposed to be in charge of it? Do you know? <laughs> I wonder. Hey, y'all, if y'all go to our website and you click on shop, what do you see? Get back to me, okay? <laughs> hey, send us a DM. Let us know. <laughs> Let us know what the website looks no, like. No, that us, though, like. 
do all the shit we just told you to do. Yeah. I'm not joking. Yeah, I not joke joking. a lot, but I'm not joking. Okay? Right. I may be laughing, but I'm not joking. That's Go right. do that shit, please. Like, subscribe, tell a friend. To, to tell, tell a friend. friend. And make sure they're going to tell a friend, too. Skirt, skirt.